Before we go any further, it's the last podcast of the month, and I just want to say thank you to all of my patrons, but especially my highest tier patrons, Jennifer and Morgan. We couldn't have the podcast this this week, this month, quite the way we did without you. You sponsoring it as fans, it means the absolute world. Thank you so much, and I hope everybody else enjoys the medley that you hear at the end of this episode. It is entirely sponsored by Jennifer and Morgan. If you would like my appreciation and possibly having your name said, you can find out more at patreon.com slash T-H-E-G-R-E-Y-K-N-I-G-H-T. That's patreon.com slash the Grey Knight. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hey guys, I just wanted to give you a little bit of a warning. I might be slightly caffeinated as this episode goes on. I promise you, I bought green tea, but on the day where I recorded this, a lot of strange news happened, and I'm pretty sure that the grocery service once again brought me unmarked green tea, so or unmarked caffeinated green tea instead of naturally decaffeinated, and I promise I asked. So... I I may get a little bit more wild as we go along. Um, just just letting you know. Trying to keep it a little bit more even killed at the start of this. So here's here's where I'm at two months into 2020. I'm feeling very, very good about myself. I hope you are feeling very, very good about yourself as well. My efforts, the amount of booze I've had, how things are rolling along. I can't begin to tell you how much I appreciate that you guys are really helping me and Allie and all the ladies of the night who contribute to the project. Uh, You're really helping us achieve the goals that I set out in 2020 so far. And from the bottom of my heart, I deeply, deeply appreciate it because it is keeping me sane. Um... I've I've joked about it in the live shows and what have you. There's a lot of crazy news going on right now. So just before I get into today's episode, I just want to say whatever you're feeling, I think that there's probably a lot of validity to it. I hope you take a deep breath no matter if you're feeling good or if you're feeling stressed because there's going to be just a lot more concern and anxiety than there normally is in the atmosphere in your life and uh, well, whatever effect that has on you, I just want you to know that I'm on your side. I really am on everybody's side on this one. Everyone's going to get frustrated or a little bit crunchy from time to time. And I'm already just trying to do my best to remember that going forward, that for the rest of this year, I don't know the crazy situation that other people are in, and I need to be more patient. Uh, patience, when I have it, other people like me so much, I like myself much more. I just need to exhibit it. And that's me trying to say to you guys that whatever happens going forward, I promise the podcast is going to continue. I promise updates are going to continue. Uh, I I know what this means to some of you. It means so much to me that it means that much to a lot of you. And I... I don't quite know how we got here, but I'm real glad that we did together. So thank you for all of that. I know it's a little serious before uh, getting into the fun, but I did want to say it, and I do mean it. 
your, your feelings are valid, your health is valid, your concerns are valid, and even if you think all this is really silly and being overblown, uh, that's valid too. Uh, you're, you're, you're still likely in for uh, some concern as, as news events continue to, to update pretty rapidly. So that's the vitamins. Let's get on to the fun part of it. Uh, I'm actually extremely excited to talk about uh, what's coming up next. I love this excerpt, and I'm feeling strong enough. I'm feeling like I've got the time enough, and I'm feeling like I've just really got a hold on the rigmarole of things. We haven't had to cancel an episode because of health uh, or because of, 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 of anything like that in a long time. There wouldn't have been a break in season two at all, but for the moving, when you put it all together, uh, nailing commissions really only being uh, late or tardy on a couple, I'm feeling really great. You guys have helped me so much in, in getting here, and even now I'm just talking in the middle of the day. It's a fairly warm day. It's made it pretty clear to me that as as I continue to to progress on this journey towards what it means to have a normal amount of spoons, or maybe even an extra amount of spoons. I just want to take a moment while the world is feeling a little bit jagged and and frustrated to say I'm grateful. Been talking about been trying to balance ambition and gratitude, but I I've got a lot going for me, and I have it because of you. And. Golly, the last two months have just really put that into focus for me. Really put that into focus for me. Just how much better I'm doing here than at the old place. How much I was, how much better I was doing at the old place than the place before. It said, it said, on and on it goes. And from the bottom of my heart, not trying to get too too emotional before we we jump into this piece. Uh, your feelings, your positivity, your support. Sometimes. It really felt unearned, and maybe it was. Maybe you were giving me more than I was. I was earning at that point. Let me just say that I'm going to really try and make up for the deficit. If you think it's out there without any shame or guilt, so do I. Um, and and I want to put it into the project. I can do better with uh, with deadlines for sure. I can do better with telegraphing stuff. I can do better with fan interactions. I can do better with all of it. And I'm going to keep trying. I really am. This is going to be a weird time, I think, to be a podcaster that we're coming up on. We're a podcast fan. So we're going to go through it together. That's uh, that's the elongated introduction to this episode. Again, I think the caffeine plays a little bit of a factor in that one. Not too much. I did want to talk about this one. I'm very excited. Reading things in the past for other people off scripts um, and trying to do a good job with the work, not just trying to get through it in a live show way, that's a different thing. That's an open mic kind of thing. But like really trying to to read and, and respect other authors' writing and, and get it on the podcast, that was hard because recording was hard for me. And the last time that we tried to do it like this, uh, it, weaving uh, other people's stuff on. It was a real tax for me. It was really, really quite difficult. But I went through today's story, and I got to say, reading it wasn't only fun. It was really interesting. It was great reading it. And because it wasn't nearly as difficult to do because of my my health, 
uh, improving because of my physique improving and all the rest. I enjoyed it so much more. So if you like this kind of thing, please let me know. Please do let me or Ali know Sinadin versus Anon or anything else before we get into it. Do you like it when we bring other authors on and read their stuff? I read their stuff. Do you like that? Do you like it when we bring on the other audio so you get to hear what other audio artists are like? What kind of guest spot do you like now that we can really... Now that we really have the energy, now that the podcast is is kind of rolling out there on on on, on other media sites and what have you, now that things are, are getting ready to roll, what kind of other pieces do you want to see on the podcast so I don't stretch myself too thin? I know a lot of you guys would like to, to hear two or three original pieces every week. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sure you would for free. That'd be very nice. I get you. But I don't want to spread myself too thin just because I'm enjoying life more, just because I've got more energy. But now that I can read stuff like this on the regular... Stuff like this is very exciting and very fun. And I want to know, do you guys like it too? Okay, that's enough hyping it up. This is a really, really fun segment, I think. Uh, I enjoyed this piece quite a bit. It's from Tiffany Rees, is how I'm going to pronounce it. R-E-I-S-Z. Tiffany Rees. And it comes from a short story, always nice, called Tying the Knot. You can find more on her website. That's tiffanyrees.com. And here it is, without any further ado. That they called him at all was the first bad sign. Bryce stepped into the house that he had been banished from three days ago and looked around. Tule everywhere. Sequins everywhere. Roses everywhere. And from upstairs came the sound of tears. Oh, thank God, said Janice as she came down the staircase, a handkerchief placed in her chest. She won't listen to anybody. How bad is it? Bryce stepped over a box of wine glasses that someone had left in the foyer. Bad. Janice shook her head. She hasn't stopped crying for an hour. The shoes... It was the shoes that sent her over the edge. Bryce raised his hand to silence Janice. The crying grew louder, turned briefly into panting as the weeper tried to regain control of herself before dissolving once more into tears. The second bad sign. Get everyone out of the house. He ordered Janice. I need to be alone with Lee. Nodding, Janice picked up the box of wine glasses off the floor. I'll come back in an hour to pick her up. Is that enough time? Bryce thought about the possibilities, what he could do, what he should do. More than enough. But Janice? Yes? Knock first. Janice took Lee's ten-year-old niece by the hand. Two other women, Lee's best friend and her favorite co-worker, both barely glanced at him as they pulled on their coats around puffy blue dresses. Good luck, Janice said. Don't worry. Bryce said, already halfway up the stairs, I've got this. Bryce found his fiancée in a pile of white satin underwear on the floor, her mascara running in miserable rivulets down her otherwise beautifully painted face. No, 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 no. Lee covered her face with her hands. You aren't supposed to see me like this. Not now. Not like this. Not ever. Sighing, Bryce squatted in front of her and cupped her chin with his hand, forcing her to meet his eyes. I've seen you in white before. I've seen you in tears before. Seeing you right now isn't going to doom the wedding. But... 
but the bride is having a nervous breakdown two hours before the ceremony might. She gave a little pathetic laugh and hiccuped on her tears. Had she ever looked smaller, more vulnerable, more desirable before? If so, he couldn't remember when. Shoes. This is all over shoes, young lady. He let his voice turn stern. She always responded best to his most fatherly tone. They're green! She grabbed a high heel and brandished it in his face. So? The dresses are blue. The dye jobs, it's totally wrong. So? Go barefoot. You, the bridesmaids, everyone. Hell, I'll go barefoot. People will think it's sweet, eccentric. We'll pretend it's on purpose. But will our marriage be null and void if the shoes don't match? Lee only stared at him a moment before shaking her sad head. Long chestnut curls fell across her shoulders. No. Then fuck the shoes. But one more but, and I'm going to fuck the bride too. Lee's breath caught in her throat. She always gasped when he used such language with her. But... You aren't even supposed to see me before the wedding, much less. And that was another but. Up. Bryce stood up and waited. She didn't move. I'm not kidding, Lee. Get off the floor. Right. This. Second. For a woman in seven layers of white petticoats and four-inch high heels, Lee got to her feet with impressive speed. Careful of the fabric, Bryce peeled it off her body until she stood naked in front of him. Taking her by the wrist, he pulled her to the bed, and she lay on her back. Lee crossed her arms over her chest and stared up at the ceiling. He loved when she played martyr like this, played the innocent, scared virgin to his wicked, ravishing rake. Bryce grasped her ankle and yanked her to the side of the mattress. From underneath the bed, he pulled out a suitcase and quickly unzipped it. Glad your mother didn't go digging under our bed while she was here. I told her that's where I keep naked pictures of you. Bryce smiled and approved of her lie. There were no naked pictures of him in the house, and the naked photos of her weren't under the bed. They were in his phone. Do you have to explain that? He pointed at the hook, screwed to the ceiling above the bed. I said the previous owners had a lot of hanging houseplants. Wicked girl. Bryce chastised as he pulled a two-foot spreader bar and rope from the suitcase. Lying to your mother. You might have to be punished for that. He threw the rope and spreader bar down on the bed. Lee watched him with the wary eyes as he unbuckled his belt and pulled it free of his pants. But was all that she could get out. But, exactly, time for something blue. With a snap of his fingers, he ordered her onto her stomach. With his belt, he landed one, two, three quick, hard strikes on her bottom and a fourth across the back of her thighs. Now, if that doesn't make you stop stressing about shoes, I don't know what will. What are shoes? Lee asked as Bryce threw his belt to the floor and rolled her onto her back. They go on your feet, he said. <laughs> What are feet? Lee giggled as Bryce wrapped leather cuffs around her ankles. They're the parts of your body that belong on my shoulders. Remember? She met his eyes and smiled shyly at him. Oh, yeah. 
Now I remember, she whispered. Quickly, Bryce threaded the rope through Lee's ankle cuffs and tied a knot to hold that rope taut. He cuffed her feet to each end of the spreader bar before hoisting her legs into the air. He loved her like this, tied up, immobile, her body belonging to him and him alone. Dropping to his knees, he gently licked her open folds. He tasted the sweetness of her desire for him and the sweat of her nervousness. His poor little girl. He knew they should have eloped, but Lee had a bad habit of trying to please everyone. Some day she'd understand that she had no one to please but herself and him, and she pleased him every single day. He pushed his tongue into her vagina to get her as wet as possible. He moved his mouth to her clit and sucked gently on it as he inserted his fingers into her and kneaded her G-spot. Lee bucked and moaned as she pushed in a third finger, then a fourth. She loved being penetrated, would even beg for it when he withheld it to punish her. But he couldn't withhold himself from her today. In two hours, they'd be married, joined spiritually and legally into one. But what mattered now was to be joined physically, sexually, and the sooner, the better. Lee's breathing quickened as Bryce pushed his fingers even deeper into her wet heat. Her muscles tightened around his hand. He kneaded her clit even harder with his tongue until her whole body was taut, and she cried out, her fluid pouring from deep within her and all over his face. By the time he got back to his feet, he'd already opened his palms and freed his erection. He didn't even let Lee catch her breath. He shoved himself into her hard and deep, thrusting without mercy or apology. He wanted her raw from sex when she walked down the aisle, every step reminding her of his desire for her. He kissed her calves, her ankles, as he pumped his hips furiously against her. With the arrival of friends and family, he'd been banished to a hotel three days ago. Now he had three days of pent-up need within him. He thrust three times as hard, three times as long. And finally, when he came with his eyes shut tight, he poured three times as much semen into her. After catching his breath, he pulled out of Lee and cleaned himself off as she lay panting on the bed, her legs still up in the air tied to the spreader bar. Bryce found Lee's abandoned white panties and brought them back to the bed. He unhooked her ankles from the bar and rested them on his shoulders. Slowly, he slid the satin panties down her legs and over her hips. Don't you dare take a shower between now and the wedding, he ordered as she removed her ankle cuffs to put all their supplies away under the bed. Lee rolled up and wrapped her arms around his shoulders. He held her close and tight and hated that he had to let her go now. Yes, sir, she whispered. He dipped his head and dropped slow kisses onto each nipple before kissing her lips. Now get dressed. Forget the shoes. And if you get stressed again, just think about my cock in your mouth, your pussy, and your ass in that order. In other words, think about the wedding night? Exactly. See? I told you. A lot of fun, right? 
Once again, that was Tiffany Rees, R-E-I-S-Z, and you gotta just love a story with a happy ending. Of course, the story actually does keep going from there. That was just a snippet, so you should definitely go to tiffanyrees.com and find out more. Speaking of happy endings, it's time for a couple of smaller, quicker pieces that are designed to get you off. This is the Car Wash Medley, and I hope you enjoy them. Come on. No one's gonna sing. <gasps> hey, you're the one who wanted to do errands. You're the one who wanted to see what I was like when I was just going around town. Well, this is what I'm like. I'm like my hand running up the front of your panties. Stop it, you. Come closer. Here, let me wrap my arm around you so that it goes down your back. Down your side, over the front of your panties, right there. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that does feel rather nice. Doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Baby, we're in the dark. There aren't any cameras, and even if there were, it's the giant brushes going by. Stop being such a prude and start getting in the mood. <laughs> I can feel how hot and wet that pussy is already. Mm -hmm. And you can squeak and squeal all you want. Because the machines are going to make too much noise for you to... Mm -hmm. See, you do like it, don't you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fondling your tits with my left hand while the right pushes into your pussy. Oh, it feels so good. I love dipping into your pussy through the panties, feeling how wet you are, and feeling how much you want me. <laughs> even as you say no, even as you say stop, oh baby, I can't resist you. Just tempting my finger over the boundary. I love slipping it over that wet area above your clit. Just moving it back and forth over your lips. Just sliding up and down between your pussy. <laughs> Ooh, you are so wet and playful for me. You love acting like a little prude, don't you? Don't you? Don't you? You love acting like a little prude, but then getting finger-fucked by your mom. <laughs> it's all the joy of being in public without any of the risk. Don't you love it? Don't you love it? I know you do. Don't you love it? Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Baby, 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 baby. What are you doing to me? What are you doing to me? Mm, no, you go 
gotta save this cock for when we're at home. You can't jerk me off in here. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, you gonna try it? You really gonna try it when I can pinch your nipples? When I pinch your left one and then your right? Your left one again, little quackwise twerk. Oh, does that hurt? Does that sting? Mm -hmm. Maybe I need to move my finger up inside you a little bit faster, a little bit deeper, huh? Do I need to actually push inside you? Is that what you're begging for? Oh, see, you whirl those hips, but you want it. You want it. You love being finger-fucked by me, don't you? Don't you? Come on, make some noise for me. Stop trying to jerk me off. I don't want it, even if you're gonna suck my cum up. I wanna get through our errands, and I wanna fuck you after. That's my reward, especially for bringing along such a loud-mouthed and difficult baby. Mm-hmm, right there. Right there, right there. Do you need it? Do you need more? Do you need more? Huh? Huh? Do you need more? I will give it to you. I will give you more if that's what you need. Right there, right there, right there. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Pushing into you, pushing into you, pushing into you. Is this what you need? 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 Yes, 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 yes. Come on, come for me, come for me, come for me, come for this finger right on you, come for this finger right on you, come on, come on. Pushing in, pushing in, just the one, just the one, just the one. You don't need more than that. You don't need more than that. You are turned on enough for me, aren't you, baby? Aren't you, baby? Come on, this car wash isn't gonna go forever. I need you to come, I need you to come, I need you to come, I need you to come. Go, 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 go. Oh, baby. Oh, baby, right there, right there. Yes, 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 yes. Good, 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 good girl. Good girl. Very good girl, very good girl. Yes, baby, yes. Wow. Mm, I love it when you have to come right into your panties. And then I know how wet and soggy they are. <laughs> mm. I'm the only person that knows what it sounds like when your pussy is so sopping wet. And when something is moving in and out of it. And when your panties are wet enough. And I hear you walking. Sometimes. I hear that sound, and all the rest of our errands, all I'm going to think is, um, how good is that pussy going to feel to come inside? Oh, baby, please let me fuck you. Baby, please, come on, I know, I know they're so sore, that's why I'm rubbing your ankles, I know, I know, I know, you don't feel your sexiest, but I feel, I feel so, 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 so good, I feel so good inside you. <laughs> Something about the way that you're holding that life 
something about the way that you're holding your body. I know you don't feel as sexy as you have, but I want to be inside you. I've been thinking about it all day, that glow you have, the aura. We're really doing this. We're really, we're really having this. And I want you, I want you all the time. I think about how we're really together. This is over two hundred days along inside you. And wow, we've really been together every night. We've really been together every day. It's been hard, but I want you. I am not just saying that. I want you. I want you more than ever. And I don't just want you because of everything we have. I want to fuck you. I do. I love the way that this is making your ass look. I love the way that this is making your breasts look. And I enjoy the way it's making your belly hang. I do. I think it's cute. Touching it and holding it and stroking it and kissing it. I know you're self-conscious. That's okay. But, baby, please, I've been thinking about fucking you all day. I've been thinking about having you all fucking day. Mm. It's gonna get weirder from here. It's gonna get harder from here. You know it's true. All of our friends talk about how you got to keep it kindled. And if you were really saying no, I would be hearing the no. Baby, you know that I would. You've said no before in this process. I have respected it, but you're not really saying it. You're just saying that you don't feel sexy, and I'm promising you that you are. Baby, you are, I promise. You're so sexy to me. You are. I love how big you are. I mean it. Don't look away and don't blush. It's crazy. Every day you're bigger. Every day it's something new. It's so wild. You asked me at the start of this, did I feel ready? And the answer is no, and I still don't, but it's crazy. It is. It's not just that. You taste different, too. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked about it, but you were so skeptical last time. I swear, you do. You taste different. How? Well, a funny thing about that is it kind of keeps changing. And it has been a little while since the last time I tasted you. Oh, yes. Shh, easy. Oh, yes, it's okay. You're beautiful to me. You are. You're so sexy to me. You're so sexy in general, You're doing it for me right now. 
and the extra little mass in your thighs as I'm dragging the panties off? That's hot. You're hot. Getting them down over your knees, tickling under them a little bit. There's my girl. Fling them aside. Open your legs. Oh, keep them open. Don't make me force them open. I want this. You smell so fucking good. Oh, wow. <laughs> Gentle baby, I promise. Okay? Okay, real gentle, real easy. I am so hard for you as I lick you. I'm having to arch my ass. Off the mattress just to not push a hole into it with my dick. You. I need to be inside this pussy. Come here. Come here. Let me show you what you taste like. See? See? You taste like a very sexy woman. You feel like one too. It's okay. We'll go slow. We'll go slow. I love coming inside you. I do. I love rolling my hips and coming inside you. You feel amazing. You do. You feel amazing. You feel so fucking good, baby. Oh, you are so hot. And you are so sexy. And I love you just the shape you are. I want this. I want this. You are so amazing for giving it to me. Everything you're pushing through right now. Letting me take the clothes off you. Rip the panties off and push in after licking you. You are so fucking hot. So strong. So good. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Come on, tighten it up for me. Tighten it up for me. Tighten it up for me. Yes. Yes. Come on, come on, come on, I want 
best little baby. Just little baby, come on. Yes, 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 yes. You're doing such a good job, baby girl. Yes, yes. Come on, make me come. Make me come inside you. Make me come inside you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Oh, you don't want it to end already, but... <laughs> oh, no, no, I, I, I'm not offended. I get it. Believe it or not, I can move rather slow myself. I know that can seem funny, but it's true. So, don't worry. I, um, I'm not put off, and uh, I wasn't really expecting anything to happen tonight anyway. So, uh, what's the but? Yeah? You, uh, you want to be tempted a little bit, huh? Well, if you're not ready to take things to another level besides kissing, you want to watch me masturbate? What? Come on, you've heard me do it a million times. Do you want to watch it? Do you want to see the cock that is auditioning for you or that you're auditioning for, depending on how you look at it? Do you want to look at my cock? I'm very hard right now after kissing you. Do you want to see it? I'm just going to pull it out, okay? You seem really, really into this. Normally wouldn't be so daring, but uh, what are we going to do, you know? So, I'm just going to, to make it less weird, I'm going to close my eyes, because I think if I look at you, that's kind of strange. I mean, the whole thing's kind of strange, but... <laughs> Don't you love how big and hard it gets for you? You better. 
I love teasing you with my eyes closed. I can only imagine the faces that you're making. Oh. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. oh, I feel so fucking good. Mm. Worked out today just in case, and that always makes it feel a little bit better. Oh. It's okay if you touch yourself while you do this, you know. I might just enjoy that. I mean, I'd like to think you've done it for me before. <laughs> mm, I'm stroking my cock for you. Oh. <sighs> Fuck. Oh. Ooh. Mm hmm. <sighs> Yes. Fuck. Oh. Ooh, I love the way you encourage me. You're so dirty. Mmm. <laughs> Ooh. Mmm. Mmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck. 
Fuck, 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 fuck. Come shoot out. I love it when you watch the come shoot out. Are you watching? Yes. 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 Watching your face as I fucking come. Oh, do you always look that cute? Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> do you always look that curious? <laughs> no, you can't clean it up. Oh, no, uh uh, you don't get to clean it up. <sighs> you want to clean it up, you have to make it. If, uh, <laughs> uh, 
if you want to have that in your mouth, you got to put me in your mouth first. Mm. What do you say for next time? Huh? And I hope that you enjoyed that piece. Well, I, I talked about, like, how my life is at the opening, and I don't really have a lot of transition now. Um, I wanted to pad it out a little bit here because we only got two questions. So instead of padding it out by fleshing out more about myself than I've said in the, uh, in the tip shows and whatnot recently, just want to say if you enjoy the questions, I enjoy answering them very, very much. Send them on in. DM them on in. I do want to hear them. Uh, I apologize if my reaction to talking about pumping cervixes was too strong. It did catch me off guard even with the warning. But please, I beg of you, send the questions in. Absolutely, I promise. Ladies of the night, love you for doing it. We love your voice. Everybody thinks you have a nice one. And here it is, the questions for this week. Here we go. First question from Wispy. Hey, Jack. It's Wispy again. Hello. And... I have another question. Whenever you do your poems, which is always amazing, I always wonder if <laughs> if there's a certain length that you like to the poems. Like, do you like them short? Do you like a medium <laughs> length? Or do you like them long? And also, uh -huh. what type of poets do you like? Is there any particular one that you prefer over the ones that you have received? Or have you found new ones that you enjoy and find appreciation in? I guess that's it. But uh, thanks again, and have a great time, and I look forward to listening to you, as always. Bye. Thank you so much for the question, Wispy. Uh, I laughed a little bit at the beginning there because she said, do you like him this way or that way? And, of course, she's talking about poems. But I just laughed because that's, like, the endless... <laughs> Like the anons, especially on Tumblr, it's just endless. Do you like women like this or like this? Do you like them like this or like this? Do you like it like this? I'm like this. Do you like women like me? How about like this? Do you like it like this? And the worst thing is, is any time I've ever been like drunk or high or flippant or whatever, and I've just fired off an answer to one of those questions, oh, that is the sound of an entrance of between 10 and literally 100 questions just like that with different adjectives and nouns put in. It's insane. Just all of a sudden, I'll look away for a second. I'll look back. I'll see 17 notifications. I'll be like, what did I do this time? Did I, did I insult Solange again on accident? Oh, I hate it when I do that. Um, but, but really and truly, I can't get away from those kinds of questions. As far as Wispy's actual question, I should probably answer that. Uh, not only do I, do I not have a preference on what kind of poems you guys send me and just want you to send them in, just want you to send them in. The, the only thing that I won't read is if you've sent it in before or if you're like, oh my God, this is an original poem by me. Come on. There's plenty of other spots for that. We don't need to read your original poem. Let's, let's read a classic. Who's willing to read poems without knowing what they are? Let's, let's fuel that fire. You can, you can do stand up somewhere else. Those are the only two restrictions. And I love... Not only seeing the variance, because some weeks it's just all classics, some weeks it's just all or mostly all poems and poets you've never heard of. And I enjoy it very, very much. Typically speaking, I'm very open about my feelings. If I, if I thought a poem was something else, I'll say it right after I read it, because I experience it with you. I really do cold readings. I, 
want to get better at cold reading. And the last thing that I enjoy so much about our uh, our current system where you just throw whatever you want at me and I really have no idea what it is, is it allows me to get extra cultured. When you try and culture yourself, you have to either expand yourself and enhance yourself. And who's got time for that shit? Uh, like you have to actually go up a branch of the tree of knowledge and you have to learn things and then you have to progress and you can't just randomly click poem and get cultured that I guess you could, but I mean, that's a keyboard typing on, that's a monkey typing. It's a keyboard typing on monkeys. (laughs) Now there's a alternate universe for Rick and Morty. Uh, it's a, it's a monkey typing on keyboard situation, whereas you guys bring me good stuff. And so I get cultured real quick. And I get to pretend to be more cultured and more sophisticated and more urbane than I am. I love that. We've got one last question here from D. D, give it to me. Hello, Jack. Hello. D here. Hi. So my question this time is about music. Um, just listening back through some of your older episodes and um, just chatting online um i know you're really into your music like rock alternative hip-hop um so (laughs) my question is do you like going to live shows do you go and see any of your favorite bands live do you like going and checking out new musicians and artists um or do you rather just like listen to it on stereo or on headphones at home or in the car or whatever um i've been at some really really good gigs lately and Mm. um just hearing about some of the music you're into makes me wonder if you like going to concerts too thanks well thank you so much d what a lovely question and i can really appreciate speaking for all the ladies tonight thank you for being so brave both you and wispy we appreciate you both uh, as as to do I like going out live? I do. Uh, there's this one uh, venue that's in uh, that's pretty near me, and I love going to it because it's always five to fifteen bucks, usually ten bucks. So it's pretty cheap, uh, and then it's a pretty cheap place once you're inside too. And then there's cheap bars all around. So it's a it's a pretty inexpensive night out for I can actually go there for cheaper than going to a movie if I want to get a snack. Uh, the last movie I really went to and treated myself to was Parasite in the theater uh, late last year and just getting the the ticket I mean I I I'm one of those guys who looks at all costs so I do look at the cost of gas, etc. I'm one of those. I'm sorry. I know it's not sexy. And I uh, had to drive to a indie theater for Parasite uh, to see it last year where I was at. So it's quite the drive. And just going, getting the ticket, the gas, uh, you know, the the damage to car, quote unquote, by miles driven, um, and the snacks and everything, it was 35 bucks. It's $35. It was a lot of money. And I can go to the, I can go to these, this one uh, venue in town or near town uh, for again, five to 15 bucks and then a couple of beers, or I can Uber there if I want to like want to make it a night night for 50 bucks at maximum, and have just like a great evening. Uh, I've only done that twice in the last couple of years. But yes, I do. I went and saw Heart was the band that people would know, classic band. I've seen them live, I believe, I think three times now. And it's because I've seen them over so many years. I don't know exactly how many times I've seen them because you definitely don't go to Heart sober. 
are you out of your mind? They play the greats every time. They all they know exactly what you're there for, and they play it, and they the sisters still play their fucking asses off. Uh, it's a great show. Besides that, Spotify is essentially on a on a quest to just bankrupt me. They're constantly emailing me. I was talking to a friend who also uses Spotify all the time, and they say, "Yeah, I get like an email like every couple of months about bands that are near me." Uh uh-uh, Spotify is sending me something about a band coming through near me all the time. Uh, Would I go more if I had more free time? And I mean, I have free time. If I if I structured my time better and I had more money, yeah, I would go to more live shows. Do I like going to live shows? Yes, very much. Do I like going to live shows? Uh, in which I don't know the artist. Absolutely. This is one of the ways that Spotify is trying to always bankrupt me is it's not only showing me artists that I really like, it's also constantly emailing me and sending me notifications. I could turn them off, but I don't want to. Constantly sending me notifications about, hey, you kind of like this band. This band's like them, and they're coming near you in the next two days. And then I'll listen to a band I've never heard before, and I'm very tempted. It's a lot of fun. Um, this is this is kind of the – I'm trying to joie de vivre. Some people don't like it when I use French, but I don't quite know how to say it. I'm trying to bon vivant my life up a little bit. This is what I'm working with in, in uh, therapy. Uh, I just said I wasn't going to talk too much about my personal life, but we only got two questions this week, so I'm digging in. Um, basically, we're just trying to – we've done real good the last year with this therapist in – Getting rid of the negative and getting rid of negative feelings. I don't want to go too deep, but the major flaw that I've done in my life is throw opportunities or personal relationships away because things weren't perfect. And by things, I mean me. And by me, I mean my perception of me. And that's not getting too deep. Um, but that was that's my major thing is I've just constantly like, it's not right. It's not working. Just, oh, let's just start again. And it makes so much sense at the time, and then there's such shame afterwards. And that's just kind of the the cycle that, I, that I've been in all my life. It's awful. It's awful. Self-sabotage and perfectionism and vanity, it's awful. And I've broken that, by and large, as you've known me as the Great Knight, or been trying to very, very hard because um, I like where I'm at, and I, I like my project, and I like you guys very, very much. So as, as we've gotten that done, now what we're working on is trying to be – uh, it's trying to accentuate the positive. We've eliminated the negative. <laughs> I'm just realizing this song works pretty good for what I'm trying to do. And now we're trying to accentuate the positive. So let me give you an example of something that I did earlier this week is like Sunday night, I want to say. I fell asleep. And as I was falling asleep, I very remember, very rarely remember the the, uh, the thoughts I have as I begin to drift off. But I'm drifting off and I'm thinking, you haven't had a sandwich in forever. You should get a sandwich. And this is the kind of thing that makes my PTSD, my mental health act up. This assignment that I've given myself for something nice is so much more stressful than, than you have to pay your car bill or you, you're, 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 this, this bill is due. That stresses out other people. You should go get a sandwich stresses me out. I know how that sounds. You should go get a massage. You should text that gal back. Uh, who's who's into you. If she's not into me, texting her back is a million times easier than if I think she is. Stuff like that. And so we're just trying to say, okay, you've said to yourself you want to do a good thing. Just do it. 
start a, start a timer and do it. And try and complete it in as little time as possible. Make it like one of your stupid video game things, dude. My, my therapist is not into my pop culture references. Make it like one of your stupid video game things, dude. And set, set the timer once you know that you want to do this good thing. Don't do it automatically. Don't set a timer for every nice thing you think you should do. But if you're like, oh, I should really do the dishes. That'd be nice. Not I have to do the dishes, but I really want to. Set the timer. Set the timer until you actually get it done. And so I set the timer for the sandwich. I need to be clear. I'm a guy who sometimes, when he's got literal extra hundreds in his account, not trying to brag, wink, wink, uh, and he's looking at a $70 grocery bill, used to agonize over that for over an hour, sometimes two, sometimes over a day. Pressing that button. Used to agonize over it. Now, doot, doot, doot. I look, ah, fuck it. If I'm missing something, boom. That's how much progress I have made on this particular uh, path in just the last couple of years. But it's so hard for me <laughs> to buy the fucking sandwich or to buy the earphones or, to, or to, to do the thing that I think is nice for me. It stresses me out. I, I get not fear of missing out, but the when you get overwhelmed by too many is – it, is it option saturation? It's something like that. When there's, when there's too many options and I would literally do anything. This is one of the reasons why I think I'm pretty good at DDLG. I would literally do anything to just turn to somebody in my life that I trust and go, hey, just do this. Just tell me how to do this and I'll do it. Just pick from this list. Just pick anything from this list and I'll execute it. I just can't pick. But I said to myself – I should get a turkey sandwich, and I'm falling asleep. I wake up the next morning remembering this, and I'm like, oh, fuck! I just gave myself a side quest! I hate this! So I wake up, and I start the timer, because I don't think you should have to get out of bed to start a timer. That's fucking ridiculous. So I start the timer, and I gotta tell you, I got it done in under 36 hours. And I walked to do it, because, like, I have... When I have anxiety, I'm a worse driver. I'm not, like, an awful driver. I still obey all traffic laws, but I have worse. And that means I have to... So I was like, oh, I, I feel really stressed about this, and I want to be high. And I do not drive high, ever. So I got high as a motherfucker, and I walked to a sandwich shop. How was the sandwich? It was okay, but it tasted like victory. Okay, that's the show. Uh, as I said earlier, I'm feeling pretty on top of things. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty righteous, and I'm feeling pretty ready for more. Hopefully you guys are too. Guys... If you listen to all the way through this, especially to the rambling of the last 15 minutes or so, you definitely want to come to a live show. This is what they're like. I know you know. And I want to see you there. And I have a way better time if I do. And you don't need to worry about not having money. You showing up really does mean the world. Especially if you've never come out before. Please come out to a live show. You can find out more on my Twitter at R-E-A-L, real, G-R-E-Y, gray, K-N-I-G-H-T, night. It's three words that you could spell three different ways in a row because I wasn't considering social media when I made the name. You could spell real, gray, and night different ways. There are homonyms, three in a row. What was I thinking? I wasn't. Please come out, say hello to me, tweet me, all the rest. The world's going to get real weird if everybody's in masks but me. So, you know, spread the word. All your friends are going to be real horny here in a couple of weeks when they're stuck indoors. <laughs> That's the show. 
I hope you enjoyed it. I'm the Great Eye. You can call me Jack. Have a wonderful rest of your week ahead of you.